Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today is a special interview that we have for you. We are chatting with Jill Miller of Tune Up Fitness and the founder of Role Model Mama. And we're talking about self-care, self-love during pregnancy, getting in touch with your physical body, supporting it through all the changes that it experiences during pregnancy. Because let's be real, the 21st century pregnancy can put a lot of stress and strain on the body. And so what Jill did is she created an experience for women to help focus on posture, breathing exercises, whole functional full body movements, and restorative self-massage. So we get into some of Jill's own journey of creating a healthy relationship with her body through years of yoga training to experiencing eating disorders and feeling frustrated and disconnected with her own physical body and her journey to where she is now, inspiring and supporting other women in creating a healthy relationship to their bodies and loving themselves through through pregnancy and postpartum. So it's a really great conversation. Super grateful to Jill for hanging out with us and sharing all of her knowledge and heart and all that great stuff. So I know you're going to enjoy it. Here it is. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. 
Hi, Jill. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Hey, Sarah. It's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, Sarah and I are excited to hang out with you and chat and to learn about all the super cool stuff that you've created for mamas out there. So once again, thanks for coming on, Jill. Thank, now, not Sorry, I didn't say hello to you also. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. No worries at all. I was over here just like scowling. No, yeah, he's really upset. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's cool. We were just talking about mom brain before we got on this conversation and all the things that come with that. So yeah, there's this it's all it's all part of the journey. But um It's I, ever ever present right? when you have two toddlers. It's oh always there. Oh my gosh. Um I'm really excited to talk to you for a multitude of reasons. Um I feel like there's a lot of alignment between what you do and what your purpose and passion is and how you are being that for mamas out there, and then all of the the resources, techniques, and everything that you can provide um, our community with. So why don't you just kick us off a little bit with um, about you and what you're up to? Um, well, I am the author of a book called The Role Model, which is a soft tissue self-care approach using grippy, pliable rubber balls for self-massage. Um, but I'm also the creator of something called Yoga Tune-Up, which is a, uh, I would call it a disruptive approach to um, the yoga, uh, yoga asana. So I brought functional movement into yoga more than a decade ago. And one of the components of helping people to learn their way around their body more so than learn their way around asana or yoga poses was to educate them about body sense anatomy, joints. And in that education, I found that bringing in self-massage within the context of classes and education help people to really improve their mapping of themselves. So the ball work ended up evolving and becoming this whole other massive thing that we saw was easily translated to multiple different communities, helping people to get a better sense of their their anatomy and their body and their felt sense, but also where they're holding tension, where they have unknown muscle compensation and strategies to help them improve the length tension relationship and muscles all over their body and the fascia tissues interconnecting them so that they can do whatever they want to do better. And so the most recent product that I've released is called Role Model Mama. And it is a soft tissue self-care, breath-based with um, mild positional exercises to help women through every phase of pregnancy to ultimately gain trust with their growing body and their changing body and the baby within them. And it should set the stage for some healthy habits postpartum. Wow. That's really powerful. Everything that you just said there. Um, what what drew you to this to begin with? What kind of led you in this direction, either in your studies or when you were younger? My the way I came to building a world around a combination of yoga, corrective exercise, massage, breath work, and meditation was that I started practicing yoga when I was around eleven years old. Oh wow! I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico in a solar home off the grid and we didn't have very good TV reception. Um, 
so my mom one day brought home the Jane Fonda workout and the Raquel Welsh yoga video. <laughs> and I started doing the videos with her. And I was a really out of touch kid. I was just a real bookish kid. I had really thick glasses. I was overweight. You get the picture. I was really short and um, just not interested in athletics at all. And my sibling was a, a top athlete. In fact, went to Berkeley on a soccer scholarship, but I was not that person. And the videos ended up sparking a light in, in me and helped me to start to connect to my body. And I found refuge in my body. There was a lot of stress in my house, lots of divorces, um, lots of dysfunction, lots of moving. And the movement practices that I started to gain during my, my tween years and my teen years um, helped me to feel a sense of solace and home in my structure, whereas before I just had no understanding of it at all. But really what ended up happening is I ended up becoming um, uh, abusive to the, my relationship with exercise as well as food. I became bulimic, I became anorexic, and was an over, you know, over, over exerciser, but I was an over yoga art. It's not something that people think of in the greater you know, like exercise industry, but there are those of us in every field of movement that are fanatics. Mm. And I needed yoga to help calm me down and soothe my anxiety in, in just trying to be present in the world. And it, it helped me, but at the same time, it started to tear me apart. The massage work came in years later. Um, I can go into that also, but I probably just unloaded a lot of history that maybe is sparking another question. Well, I just think it's, I appreciate it, the backstory, you know, because then I feel like it connects the, um, the purpose and the why and the, and the driver behind what it is that you're doing. And it just creates this, this emotional kind of piece to it of how it served you. And then when I feel like you, you, feel that in a person and the, the resonance of the work that they're doing, it makes all of the work so much more meaningful. And so now in this phase that you're in of motherhood and now providing this space from your own journey for others to experience their own uh, sense of it, their own experience is just really cool. So I appreciate it from the sense of just being able to see the the fullness of what helped birth, you know, the role model mama and everything thereafter it. Yeah, I mean, there was such an intense dislike of my body and and particularly my abdomen, which is really interesting when we're talking about uh, pregnancy and embracing that change. And I was quite numb in my abdomen. And that was something really bizarre. I would go to, when I was in college, my best friend, uh, we were dorm mates. I mean, I met her in college. We became best friends. And she was pre-med and I was a dance and performance major. And we would, we both took Pilates classes through the dance department. And she would be like, I'm so sore. My abs are so sore. And I couldn't feel anything. I was just going through the moves and I literally was bypassing, connecting to my abdomen. And this is at the time, the height of my bulimia. And I went to one, and I knew this was a problem. I knew that not feeling my abdomen was there was something strange about it. I didn't have good balance and everybody was a better jumper than me. Everybody was a better spinner than me. And I was, I was still doing, you know, 
doing yoga the whole time. Um, and I went to my yoga teacher and I mentioned to my yoga teacher that I couldn't feel my abdomen and that I was also bulimic. And this was one of the you know first people that I shared that information with. And she gave me a tool that they used in the yoga community at the time was a, a bean bag that looked like the shape of a hamburger bun. And she told me to lay down on it on my abdomen to help bring, you know, awareness to my abdomen. And when I laid down on it, the pressure of the tool coupled with breathing was a shock to my system. It was so painful. It was, it was agony because I could feel the gnarliness and the discontent and all of the trauma that I'd been perpetuating on my own organs with, with the bulimia. But behind that was a lot of emotion. And I was able to finally start to seep and grieve and um, let the emotions that I was bottling up inside me move through me. And then I became committed to doing abdominal massage every single day. I would lay on a rolled up towel. I didn't have that prop. I would lay on a rolled up towel in my dorm room. I would breathe and I would move the towel around. And then finally I experimented with balls. And then today we have a product called the gorgeous ball, which is specifically to um, help people improve not only the respiratory mechanics, their visceral rhythm, but to also get in touch with, this area of the body that is so confounding and troublesome for so many reasons to so many different populations. You know, mm-hmm. men have just as many hangups with their, their abdomen as women and mm-hmm. the expectations of the shape of it that's perpetuated by um, our culture is really bizarre. If you understand the anatomy and the way fascial tissues link within there, the, the shape that most people are going after, which is flat, ripped, shredded, washboard. These are all terms that are not anatomically supportive Hmm. of your actual structure. So anyway, that's a whole other story that takes me down into my cadaver studies, but just to bring it back to, um, you know, living in a body that I didn't like, and especially being terrified of my own abdomen, my power, my, my uterus, my sexual organs, like everything was so intricately connected to that mistrust of my own, um, my own center, but I found a way to get in and to stay in and then to uh, replicate the practices for others who have also found their way through scar tissue from surgeries or, um, you know, surgeries pre pre pre-pregnancies or post-pregnancy surgeries. So appendectomies, liver transplants, uh, heart valve replacements, um, C-sections, if I didn't mention that, um, yeah. uh, hysterectomies, there's just the, the number of, uh, uh hernia surgeries and yep. repairs and That's so on. Me. So there are a lot of, Oh, there you go. So there's just, there's a lot of other applications that I've uncovered. And I was just, I was just trying to connect to my abs cause I couldn't feel them. Um, but this it works for so many different reasons. Wow. That's, you know, I appreciate Jill, you sharing that story, you know, because there's just the idea of connecting, connecting with your body. I mean, you've, you've experienced it across the spectrum. Uh, and, and, 
I mean, it, it creates awareness within me. Like I'm thinking to myself, what aspects of my body am I not connecting with? And it makes me think of the hundreds of stories that we've heard and told on the podcast where connecting to your body is, is such an integral part of, you know, that, that pregnancy and labor and birth process. So I just appreciate you, Jill, and, and all of that sharing. That's amazing. Oh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, I think about the women who, you know, you said living in a body I didn't like, feeling disconnected, and in the different phases of your life where you could experience that to any varying degree and for any particular reason. So before a baby, it might be when you're working on, you know, coming into your womanhood and developing and figuring out how you look compared to what culture and society says that you should look. And then when you are pregnant, I mean, I've worked with women in my coaching in the past who did have eating disorders before becoming pregnant, you know, had healed them Mm -hmm. a bit before becoming pregnant. And now their body is shifting in ways that is just so like mind blowing and earth shattering in a way. And so it's, you're, you're re experiencing a lot of that stuff as your body now shifts and is supposed to get bigger and is making room for a baby and you do gain weight. And then afterwards kind of finding out what you do from there. I mean, how do I, do I get back to something that I was before this? How do I create a new normal? So all this disorientation of the physical body for a woman, both all of before, during and after pregnancy is, is wow. <laughs> yeah. Or even just something as basic as accepting that you have a menstrual cycle and what that means to you on a daily basis Heck and yeah. the sensations that, you know, the sensations that we, we gain interoceptively, you know, that subtle sense, that organ sense, um, and to let that be okay, you know, like that cramps doesn't mean that you're bad at having your period. <laughs> right? Like cramps are so maligned in our culture, and you know, I don't, I don't get, I mean, I don't get cramps. I don't get bad cramps, but I, I have before, and um, and I know there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of stigma around having you know PMS, but this is this is really normal. Right. Right. <laughs> normal. <laughs> um. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I love that you talk about in in role model mama, you know, in the videos and in the all the information about it that there are common challenges in the 21st century pregnancy. And so I was wondering if you could share a few of what those are and then how you address that. Yeah, well, the number one complaint that women have in pregnancy in terms of aches and pains are, is low back pain. Yeah. And there's something like 50% of women who didn't have low back pain before get low back pain during pregnancy. And, you know, there are 
many reasons why this might happen. The most obvious being that the the load on your skeletal system is profoundly altered as I refer to see this as the soft tissue iceberg that's growing inside <laughs> of your body, you know, continues to alter the the tensioners that support your rib cage and pelvis. And if you don't know how to manage the shifting load, then you, you know, you can easily create compensation patterns just blindly. You have no idea that that this is even happening. So that's a big one that we address. So in Romana Mama, we really work from foot to face. We do things to help improve um, foot and ankle actions, which, you know, if your ankles are sore and swollen, you're not going to be inclined to walk. Um, but also if the range of motion of your feet and ankles are compromised and you're trying to walk, that might add more uh, problems to your low back, to your SI joints. So by working from the bottom up and the top down and from the inside out, there are lots of different ways to, um, well, I don't want to say trick your body, but to really trick the, the changes in your body into a more balanced state or a more adapted mm. state. Mm -hmm. And it does take repetition, especially the underst understanding how the, the changes in the growing uterus um, naturally alter the pelvic position. I mean, it just has to. I mean, in fact, the female low back vertebra, female lumbar vertebra, have a different, slightly different angle in the lowest three vertebra than males, specifically so that they can wedge better mm. during pregnancy. If you look at you know, any woman who's pregnant, their low dorsus becomes slightly more increased. So how much of an increase is going to be tolerable for the system is depends on each female and their anatomy. But often we over, we over, we go over the bounds of that and then start to get um, an unmitigated amount of tension in the back of the, the back muscles because they're straining to hold on to what's in front. Mm. Um, so one of the things we go over in Romana Mama is a concept called your inner baby carriage. And so if you're not an anatomy freak or anatomy geek, you'll probably skip the first two or three clips in Romana Mama where I really detail this and how to uh, use your, your grown uterus as a new weighted center of gravity that you can orient around and actually get much stronger in your structure than let, then let it weaken you. Um, I see a lot of women who don't know enough about that relationship of rib cage to pelvis and the behavior of the diaphragm as the rib cage structure changes that end up, um, you know, just really unhappy in their body, just with basic muscle aches and pains. And those things can be helped by proper alignment, uh, rolling tissues that tend to be the ones that are bearing the brunt and, um, breath mechanics. I mean, fundamentally, you know, the big fundamental thing is the changes to your breathing apparatus because of the shape shifting of the ribs mm. and, and the growth, um, uh, the, the, the shape change that happens temporarily to the respiratory diaphragm in the context of pregnancy. So how do you feel like all of this work helps prepare mamas for a powerful birth experience? Well, I, I, 
I stay away from the actual birth experience. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a doula and I'm not a midwife. I'll tell you about, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something really funny though, in terms of the birth experience. Well, one sitting on a yoga tune up ball and doing uh, Kegel like exercises Mm. compounded with breathing is a great way to practice the release strategy that Uh, you need to do in the pelvic floor sphincters. mm -hmm. Um, So that's a really helpful thing. But during my second birth with my son, Asher, I literally can see, you know, because you have all these, these, the movie parts of your birth experience, you remember certain Mm -hmm. moments, right? And one of the moments I remember is seeing my husband rolling on the yoga tuna balls, trying to calm himself down <laughs> while I was in like hard labor. So it's not just a woman who's benefiting <laughs> from the rolling, but there my husband go. was trying to bring his, his best self to, you know, to the birthing experience. So he was taking care of what needed to be taken care of um, by rolling himself out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we, I have reports of lots of women that use the yoga tune up balls in, in the birthing room, uh, post birth, a lot of, women will massage their breasts with the gorgeous ball or even yoga tune-up ball to help move milk. Um, it's very stimulating to roll on the gorgeous ball on your breast because it applies really global pressure and you can really affect that pressure. Sure. Um, if you don't want more milk, then don't roll on the gorgeous ball on your chest. I was not somebody who needed to roll more on my chest after heavy babies, but yeah, <laughs> um, that's a really great thing. So, yeah, so in terms of the actual birth experience, the one thing I would say that the Romana Mama will prepare you for is there's a lot of breath training Mm. in Romana Mama. There's a lot of different exercises that help you to understand the mechanics of breathing. And, you know, no matter what, no matter who you are as a female, the one time medically that you're going to be coached to breathe is actually during, uh, during birth, during labor and delivery. It's just this really interesting thing that, you know, there's no other sort of like medical reason why, why you'd be told to breathe well while you're getting a hip replacement yeah. or while you're having your arm put in a splint, but, um, you know, or maybe even have a transfusion in a, uh, you know, in a cancer clinic, but when you're having a baby, they will coach you to breathe. So medically breathing is a really big topic mm. for, for pregnancy and I'm, can you hear how passionate I am about it? So yeah. So in Romana Mama, teaching people about this inner baby carriage and relationship of the diaphragm, the pelvic floor, the rib cage, inner, intercostals, transversus abdominis, and all the layers on top is, um, is very helpful. I think ultimately for um, delivery and you know, also if you end up having a, an epidural and losing sense, cause you completely lose, you know, your sensory system when you have an epidural. And this is super common. I had an epidural in at the last minute in both of my, uh, my births. And I was terrified. I didn't want to have an epidural, but I ended up having it. And the motor program of how to fire the correct muscles and allow, you know, distension in the pelvic floor, like my body had memorized that. So I had practiced that so often that, it was no problem, even with the epidural. I could sense exactly what, um, you know, I can't say I could sense, but my body remembered how to activate those. And so I had very, very quick deliveries with both of my children. Um, I think there was six pushes with the first one, and there was one and a half with the second. Wow. So, uh, yeah. 
Well, one of the things that I just not that spinning a not that spinning a gigantic bowling ball out of your vagina in six cushions for the first time is a great idea either. But I'm just saying, um, there was some there was some strength in there. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, I like that in in everything we've heard and everything that I, I've seen on your website, you talk about focusing on helping moms become their own best resource. I think that that's amazing because you know moms are going to place around them uh, tools and and people and resources that are going to help them throughout pregnancy and and the ultimate birth experience. But I really love how you are are helping moms to be able to tap in and you know use themselves as sources of of strength and flow and all of that as an additional resource to everything else that they're surrounding themselves with during this this experience. Yeah, it's we're definitely like we have we can tell you put the ball here, put the ball there, do this, do that, but really we want to empower people to understand why they're doing what they're doing so that they can improvise and take care of themselves where, wherever they're at. And I think that uh, role model mama is really good at accomplishing that going through all these different body parts um, from foot to face and inside out and pelvic floor so that they literally become a role model for themselves and don't need to depend on, look, I love massage as much as the next guy, but I can't have afforded every day. <laughs> and it's very inconvenient to get in a car and, you know, drive somewhere and get oiled up. And, you know, so, but I want to have it every day. I love, I love ex- getting that touch sense stimulated. It helps relax me. It helps me move better. Um, and it's, you know, it, it deeply soothes me. So th- this is something that, any woman or the partner that loves them can engage in mm. in a way that doesn't um, have negative side effects or negative consequences. Mm. You know, if you, you know, doesn't hurt your, your wallet every time too. I mean, massage can be, you know, an indulgence and very expensive, but you really feel like you can address your own aches and pains as they creep up or before they creep up. This is prehab exercise. This is a prehabilitation strategy, especially if we know that, you know, low back pain or neck pain or shoulder pain are, they are just around the corner, especially after you give birth, no matter what type of birth you have, whether it's vaginal or or C-section, you're going to be lifting and holding and nursing and feeding and handling that little one for for years and years Mm. to come. And those first few months, are just a, a blur of trying to get through stuff. But if you have, if you have a resource right there, laying on your floor, or, or sitting by your door, you can lean into the door jam, stick the ball underneath your collarbone, take some deep breaths, and activate your vagus nerve, which is going to downregulate you and give you some clear, clear thoughts about what you should do next. Mm. I love that. And so speaking of doing next, my final question for you is what's the number one reason for mamas to go check out Role Model Mama right now? Number one reason is mama, I got to tell you, it's all on you. You are number one Mm. in that family. And no matter how much your husband cares and pampers you, you are going to be doing, you are so needed Mm. by 
that child or by that future child, you need to have a refill on your gas tank at the ready because you are going to be taxed and tapped more than you could ever possibly imagine. And there isn't going to be anyone there to fill up your gas tank a lot of the time. So you have to be the one to tap in and give yourself that ability to be present and to be your best self for your child and for yourself. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Jill, thank you for creating something that women and mamas can use to fill their tank back up because that's really what, what you've put together and it's really uh, an incredible thing. Can you share where people can go to find out more, to purchase, to do all that good stuff? Yeah, my website is tuneupfitness.com, like you tune up a car, tuneupfitness.com. But if you forget that and you heard the word role model mama multiple times, you can go to role model mama. And that's spelled with two L's, R-O-L-L-M-O-D-E-L-M-A-M-A, rolemodelmama.com. And you can find that product and all the other products that we have for uh, non-pregnant people as well. But the role model mama is also really great, even if you're not pregnant. My favorite sequence in that is on the face. And that really has to do with emotional affect and uh, being aware of your facial expressions in different interactions. Mm. So it's, it's a really cool um, sequence and it also is deeply relaxing. Mm. Uh, people can also study with us. We have about 500 teachers worldwide and a couple dozen trainers that lead eight of the different courses that I've created. Um, so if anything piques your interest, any topic that I mentioned piques your interest, there might be a training that covers it. Um, more explicitly. Fabulous. That's awesome. That's super cool. Jill Miller, founder of Role Model Mama. Thank you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. It's really fun talking to a couple too. Thanks, Matt and Sarah. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.